Welcome to the eLaborate Topics Podcast, where we focus on lab-specific strategies for medical laboratory professionals. We're proud to be the healthcare detectives that work behind the scenes to get the results needed to influence medical decisions. Let's grow together and jump right into the lab. Welcome to this very exciting episode of Elaborate Topics Podcast. We are your hosts, Lona Small, Stephanie Whitehead, and Taiwana Wilson. And today we are really excited because we're doing a wrap up of season two. So exciting that we're actually completed two seasons of Elaborate Topics podcast. And during this time, that we've been sharing so many great tips and tools for our medical lab communities and bringing on awesome guests. We have actually published over, we've actually published 135 episodes. Can you believe it? We have had 15,600 downloads and of course, over two years of publishing. And we've had people from our global listeners over 50 different countries. So we're really excited today and we're going to look back over season two and we're just going to pull a few of our favorite episodes and just give some highlights on them. And hopefully you'll be intrigued if you have missed some of these to go back and listen. And even so, Get your friends and share this episode out because this is really an exciting episode. So, Taiwana and Stephanie, aren't you excited? We've actually done two seasons of Elaborate Topics podcast. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's hard to believe that we started this podcast during the pandemic and it started by us just having an idea and to be you know, a season two with over 130 episodes out there, impacting medical laboratory scientists all around the globe. We've been able to help people with transitioning from peer to lead. We've been able to help people with their leadership, with their health, with their technical abilities. And to be able to do that with people that we know and people that we don't know is really amazing. So I'm just thankful and grateful for you all and thankful and grateful for the gift that we've been able to empower and impact with the listeners. Yeah, I agree. I think this has been such a wonderful platform and um, I'm always so thankful to share this platform with my two uh, virtual buddies, still Lona Lona and um, Taiwana. And um, it's hard to believe that two years has gone by so fast, but we've learned so much. We've met so many amazing people. We've been able to have so many um, awesome conversations and been able to advocate for our profession um, in a way that I, I never thought I would be advocating, you know, through podcasting. And so I'm really excited to wrap up season two and go over some of the highlights um, that we had this season with our listeners. Be sure you heard what Lona said, over 130 episodes. So if you missed any of those, um, make sure that you go back and listen to them because I think we had some really great gems in season two. Awesome. So It's very hard to really concise these, so we're going to go ahead and try our best. 
there's a lot that we're probably going to miss, but go and listen to as many. So I'm going to start out because I'm going to start out on wellness. And I know um, Taiwan has said we did a lot when it comes to wellness, technical ability, just so many. But because right now with so much going on with stress and burnout, I really want to highlight a lot of those episodes that you can go back and use right now. So episode 23 by Patty Etchleman, um, it was Tools to Apply to Prevent Burnout. And I really love that episode. The fact that Patty is actually a certified coach. She's a certified professional coach and energy leadership master professional and a medical lab professional. So she understand it from all sides. And so she actually gave some statistic about in 2020, when they did ACP did a survey, 85% of lab professional were reporting burnout. And another um, statistic she gave was that 33% of healthcare workers reach out for help, which was way up from 2019. Um, in 2019, it was only 19%. So this is really an important topic. So she gave some tools. I'm going to quickly review some of it. And I want you to go back about taking the time to stop and breathe. She talked about box breathing walking around the hospital even when you have five minutes you probably don't have a long long lunch break but go out and get some fresh air eating healthy working out and another thing that was so important having a happy work environment an environment that feed your soul so analyze your work environment and if you can make the change if you can help to create that environment is important and if not then start seeking an environment that is a happy environment. I think that's so important. You know, we talked about a lot of other really juicy topic about um, um, some of the tools that can be used. A lot of great ideas we kind of talk about that you can initiate in your workplace. And another one connecting to that is the important benefit of happiness in the workplace. I did that episode because I thought it was just so important for us during this time to have a happy workplace. And there's so much when it comes to um, trying to retain our workforce and not really realizing that connection with happiness. And so this one, I list about 10 benefits like less conflict, increased creative creativity and innovation, more likely to co collaborate, um, people working to connect to their meaning and purpose. And I know with the most of the surveys, it goes down to meaning and purpose. That's really what caused happiness, not the piece of piece of party and the other things. Um, creating an environment of positive energy. Um, Patty talked about that reducing overwhelm all of this happiness in the workplace does help with and chance for career progression and recognition um, recognition less likely to leave the workplace and less chance of error and the actual effect what is, um then there's this ripple effect in your out side environment, taking it back home. So if you're happy at work, more than likely you're going to take that happiness back 
home, if you're unhappy at, in, in your workplace, you're going to bring that outside. One thing that was really, I thought was really relevant to all of this was the episode that I did was using mental fitness to overcome challenges and reach your potential. And I thought that was important with just highlighting the challenges and not having tools to fix it is not helpful. And I know for us in this podcast, we always try to come up with practical tools. And so mental fitness, I actually discovered that through this book, Shazard Shamin. And I'm going to be talking about that for a very long time because I went ahead and I got, a po it's called positive intelligence. And I'm now a positive intelligence coach because I realized how important that is for leaders and for teams. And basically with that, it helped you with mental fitness. There's a lot that's being talked about mental fitness. And this focus is like using mental fitness. And basically mental fitness is your capacity to respond to life's challenges with more a positive rather than a negative mindset. And so there's a lot of tools that can be used in the workplace with teams, with leaders, and you can use it not only at work, at home, when it comes to work-life balance, family, parenting. Um, so it results in like peak performance, peace of mind, wellness, healthy relationship. And I wanted to end this whole segment on happiness and mindfulness with that episode. So please, that really give you a lot of theory and practice. So using mental fitness to overcome challenges and reach your potential, that episode 46. I don't know if I should maybe allow Stephanie to jump in. There was one more, and I think we all could talk about that. That was a round table that we did. That to me was really very, a great topic for new professionals who are to identifying your strengths early to be successful in your career. And I think I'm gonna leave that for last so that we all can jump in and talk about that one because I know it's a lot to talk about. So I'll let Stephanie jump in. And if there's anything that you got from what I said and you wanna, between Stephanie and Taiwana, um, how do you feel about the focus on happiness and mental fitness and reducing burnout for retention and all of that. Yeah, I thought you had some great information, Lona, with that. And I know Stephanie interviewed some great guests that also talked about health and, and your functional health and how that relates. But I can say for myself, for 2022, I, I feel like I was at a burnout point of doing a lot of things and not necessarily prioritizing. And so my health was impacted with that, you know, being on the go, eating on the go. And it came out with my work, with my family. And so having that that health and being uh, in alignment, that energy leadership that Patty talks about, as well as your own happiness. So those were some great episodes that you pointed out. And I know Stephanie has some additional uh, info to add on that, but I just wanted to add that that re those really impacted uh, how I'm going into 2023. 
No, I think you guys are both correct. And I think it is, um, it was so eye-opening to me that uh, for the listeners, we're going to tell you, we didn't plan it, but the lineup for season two in 2022 um, ended up being so much about health and wellness. And like I said, we didn't plan it that way, but so many of the topics landed on um, in that arena. And I think, like you said, Taiwana, just coming off of the pandemic, um, so many health professionals, especially laboratory professionals who were at the forefront of that fight and continue to um, be at the forefront of that fight with um, COVID and going through several uh, respiratory viral seasons are just exhausted, are just tired, are are um, mentally, um, you know, psychologically, you know, technically we're, we're tired because you have to maintain everything that you're already doing, um, plus this additional workload. And I think all of that just came to the forefront. So I think giving um, people within our wheelhouse, within our arena tools to be able to continue to um, move through their career and progress. I love um, the positive intelligence because it's we all know it uh, in the laboratory. It's so easy to be negative. It's so easy to to. Um, take a pity standpoint on, oh, woe is us, the behind the scenes hero, and nobody recognizes us. It's so easy for us to sometimes um, grab hold of that negative um, standpoint on our issues or problems or career or an outlook. And so I loved, you know, all of the conversations about, you know, positive intelligence and really have making strides in your career and in your life to change your focus and your outlook. Cause we all know our body um, follows our minds. Um, the two episodes that I wanted to highlight are episode 47 um, and episode 39. And in those two episodes, I interviewed some really amazing laboratory professionals um, again, in that same realm of talking about health and wellness and episode 47, I spoke with RJ Holmes, about um, exploring the intersection of laboratory and functional health. And in episode 39, I talked to <clears throat> Dr. Alay Kwam about wellness and diversity. <clears throat> and what was really interesting to me about these episodes is both of these ladies just offered such a different take on how we can approach our wellness and our health in our careers. You know, so for so long, you hear the term um, work-life balance, and we want to make sure that when we get a new job, we can have work-life balance, or when we change things in our personal life, we can have work-life balance. But um, talking to these ladies and really hearing how they have a, have been working with others to transform their outlook um, on their career in their life and really understanding that you know, in today's society, there really is no work-life balance. All of this is your life. And your, you, you don't leave your home life at home when you come to work. And sometimes, depending on your position, when you go home, you don't necessarily leave your work at work. And so all of it is a balance. We want to make sure that when we come to work, we can bring our entire self to work um, through diversity, equity, and inclusion, having wellness programs at work that support our employees while they're on the job. But then also we want to make sure that you making sure that you have the space in your home life to decompress, to do self-care, um, to make sure that you're paying attention 
to your body um, and the triggers that your body on the signals that your body is giving you on what you need to do to maintain a healthy status and a healthy lifestyle. Um, and then especially when we talk to RJ Holmes uh, about using the intellect and the skill and the knowledge that we already have from working um, in the laboratory to improve our own health. You know, we already know what these lab values mean and what they can mean. So using those to um, work with our healthcare professionals um, on holistic ways to benefit our own health. And so I, I really think that, you know, all the episodes that Lona said, uh, these episodes I mentioned, just illuminate how to get the most out of your career, your life. If you're a leader, how to get the most out of your team, new ways to motivate your team, um, like Lona said, through enjoyment and fulfillment, getting people back to their why. But then also when you're happy, when you're healthy, when you feel supported, when you feel like you have an organization that cares about your wellness, we're all going back to the same, you know, um, output of, you know, less conflict at work, more productivity, increased collaboration, and all the things that we need to ultimately impact our workforce shortage. So um, those were the, the episodes that I wanted to go in. Of course, we had some great collaboration episodes. And, and like Lona said, I want to leave space for that at the end because, you know, we, through these um, seasons, have been able to better understand the roles of some people we know and connect with some people we didn't know before um, and really understand how they are making an impact in our community. Um, but I think, you know, overall, the theme of, of health and wellness, positivity, um, combating burnout, and really just taking care of yourself was just so deep in season two. What do you ladies think? Absolutely. I, I agree. I think for 2022, I guess not just for just me personally, but you know, scientists all around the globe, those were a, a similar theme that we hear. We're tired, we're burnt out. It's funny that you mentioned uh, being turned out, being burnt out and overwhelmed. Somebody posted on Facebook recently, there's a huge group for medical laboratory professionals and they had one post and all they said is this group is toxic. And it's because the the people in the group, uh, medical laboratory professionals, are not always the nicest. And it could be because of changes that are happening in their laboratories. It could be the short staffing. All of these underlying themes that are making people uh, burnt out, that are making people stressed, and then it comes out in different ways. Mm -hmm. And so it, it just made me think about that, of putting yourself in an environment where your garden can be cultivated, where your garden be, can grow, where your garden can develop. So that's what it made me think about in regard to wellness. And then when you talked uh, about RJ's episode, it reminded me that as laboratorians, we are more powerful than we give ourselves credit for. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to say, you know, well, we're just behind the scenes. You know, I, we talked about this in season one where we had, and I forget which episode it was, but it was a case of the, the just the I'm just a or, mm -hmm. or something of that nature. But uh, RJ reminded us that we have the knowledge, we have the information. We don't have to go immediately to victim. 
right? We are victorious because we know what those numbers mean. And so I think, you know, for me, the topic was very great, but it also had that underlying theme of we are stronger than we gives our, give ourselves credit for. Yeah, that was Kendra Long in uh, A Case of the Justice from uh, season one. Go back and listen to that because she definitely talked about you are not just a phlebotomist. You are not just a MLT. You are not just a pathologist assistant. You are so much more to that in the entire um, medical circle, in the entire team of people that it takes to care for a patient. Um, and then we need to understand our power in, in that and, you know, take ownership of that. Um, and the more you understand your value, the more, you know, pride you'll be able to have in your work and the more you'll be able to grow from there. So, so I know Taiwana had a pick, right? Was that yeah. the, yeah, so I, I took a different approach <laughs> and so I decided to, to highlight episode 29 that had Takiwa Smith, and that episode was Leadership, Influence, and Impact in STEM. And, and serving on the ASCP Workforce uh, Steering Committee, one of our initiatives is impacting uh, future laboratorians at an early age. And when we talk with, this was a roundtable that we did with, with Takiwa, when we talked to her about really having that passion as she had that passion to create her organization, SimLink, and being able to give the students early access to tools and giving their parents information because sometimes the parents are not informed of what exactly is STEM. What are different areas in which a person can go in that is inclusive of STEM? And so we get a lot of times where we have professionals that are like, I want to do something else besides the traditional medical laboratory, hospital, 24 hours a day kind of operations. And Takiwa kind of uh, made me think that we are all passionate about different things and we can start that passion and early exposure with our young people early. ASCP has a toolkit up under the career ambassadors uh, portal on their website that has tons of tools that we could use as medical laboratory professionals to start to get young people interested in careers in STEM and careers in the medical laboratory. So I, I really like that episode with Takiwa getting that early exposure into STEM and being able to have those students think about careers early on in medical laboratory science. How often do we hear, I learned about medical laboratory science once I got in college. I learned about this career once I didn't have any other options. So I really appreciated that episode, which is episode 29. But then it also made me think too about episode 34 an unplanned pathway to CLIA lab director with Dr. Tiffany Bratton. And the reason I, it made me think about that one is that she wasn't necessarily looking to get into pathology. She happened to attend a workshop and there were two uh, lab directors that were presenting. They were board licensed in clinical chemistry and histocompatibility, and they were 
presenting how awesome it was to be in the clinical laboratory. And from her sitting in that presentation and getting that exposure changed the trajectory of how she decided to go about her career. So yes, we can have impact for those in elementary schools and early, but we can also have that impact when people are in college. But you have to be in the room. You have to put yourself in situations where you can get that exposure. The common theme with either of those episodes is exposure is key. And you don't know who may deliver the message that is going to change the trajectory of somebody's life. And so I really liked episode 29 and 34. And we've had several guests on this show that talked about they started off in one career pathway and they ended up in another route. And it was because mentoring or coaching or they heard a voice of somebody speaking something that maybe they weren't necessarily familiar with. And as medical laboratory professionals, our passion, our energy, our happiness, all transpires to something that somebody else might be looking for. So that's just something to think about. Uh, Scientists that are out there, medical lab professionals that are out there, is that the energy that you put off is radiating on somebody and you want that to be a, a positive ray of sunshine that may lead somebody into STEM or lead somebody into a career path that they didn't necessarily think about. Where do you lost thoughts around that? Yeah, I really enjoyed the Kiwa's um, um, episode. Just to, you could, if you go back and listen to the episode, listeners, you can hear her passion radiating through the audio of that podcast um, and how she feels about her students and what she's been able to do and how she's taken challenges and obstacles like COVID and the pandemic to really transform them into ways to innovate her program SimLink and continue to evolve that for her community and the impact that she's been able to have, you know, on her community and beyond that. And really, I I felt like her um, episode, um, to me, it struck me because two of the other um, episodes that I had chosen to highlight for this uh, wrap up were were episode 17 and episode 32, where we actually interviewed other podcasters. And what I felt like Takiwa had in common with Dennis um, Stark and Louis Plaza, um, who both have laboratory podcasts and we um, interviewed them this season, where that, you know, they just started. And so many oftentimes we talk about sometimes as laboratorians, perfection, getting in our way of even starting things. But these are people who felt like, you know, I have something to say. I want to make an impact. There is a hole in our profession or a hole in my specialty that I need to feel. And I'm just going to start. And, you know, then you kind of see how that diligence and that work and that advocacy and that spark has grown to Dennis. He's got, you know, such a popular podcast and platform with the people of pathology and Lewis, you know, very integral in that microbiology space and just all the things that we already spoke about of Tokiwa. Um, So to me, it's just an encourager to hear our story here at Elaborate Topics and what we've been able to do over these past two years um, and to hear what these other individuals in um, in STEM have been able to do with their platforms, just 
to me should be an encouragement of anybody listening to if you have an idea or if you have a message you want to share to just start, you know, just start and perfect it over time. But there is somebody out there who needs your message. Yes, um, I, I love that. Um, the one from Tukiwa. Um there was just so much passion. You just realized that for her, this was her why. And even though she was doing, um, she actually was doing a lot of volunteer work to help young people. And you could see that she saw herself in them, even with the challenges during the COVID and so many other challenges that come with, especially um, African-American, um, that kind of community, she was, it was like, she's just so determined to see their success. And I love that passion that came out of it. And that reminds me of the episode that we did. Um, we, one, we did how to identify your goal and ambition early in your career. To me, we were able to I think we all have that passion to help others behind us as mentor. And this um, elaborate topic episode is really just really saying that we want to give back and we want to some of the tools and experiences that we have had and just to help others. And we this one was so practical about identifying your career earlier on in your um, identify your goal and ambition early in your career that we gave all these practical steps about how to find that role and how to understand yourself and your core values and how to align that with that job and the research that you have to put into it. I think if you haven't listened to that episode, it's not only for people early in their career, but if you're at a point in your career where you're looking for that next level career, go back and listen to that episode Taiwana did a great job. Stephanie did a great job. There were like three different points. Taiwana spoke about what are the things that you need to do to prepare. I connected all of that to the research that you had to do. And um, Stephanie spoke about, I think, certain goal setting that you have to make in order to get this done. So this is very practical. And I know a lot of people are asking, how do I actually find my ideal role? So this is really helpful. And Taiwana and myself do a lot of coaching in that area. So go ahead and listen to that episode. And um, Stephanie spoke about the different guests that we collaborated with. And I think I also wanted to mention that I really enjoyed the um, Dennis Strength episode um, as a not a podcaster and you know the one from the uh, micro I really enjoy that and just having guests coming in we had a lot Stephanie had a lot of different guests I had a few guests that I really enjoyed like Zoe and Andre Gauss from um, actually Power of of process through LabVine, he works there, and our collaboration with LabVine. So it was really a very successful season and a lot of growth for us and collaboration and just bringing in other people to help the lab community as guests was to me really exciting. No, I think that was a great re recap. And that ambition episode was episode 44, how to identify your goals and ambitions early in your lab career. I saw the discussion around the collaboration was key 
Uh, and really, as laboratory professionals, we really should be collaborating more in 2023 in all areas, not just in, in the laboratory, but in our personal and professional lives, because together we can be better. And so I'm excited about those other podcasters. There's no, we're not competing, as, as you could see when we had Dennis on our show and so I think it's a great thing. So if you are thinking about, you know, starting your podcast, we would love to have you in the space. You can uh, reach out to us and, and get, get some tips on how to get started if you desire. But as we wrap up today, I just am so thankful and grateful for you all for listening in. We are here with a new season. We have a new graphic cover. So we excited about that, keeping things fresh for you all. If you did not know, we are on LabVine. So I talked about collaborating and that's one of our partners that we collaborate with is with LabVine. So you will catch the Elaborate Topics podcast on LabStream. So make sure you go and secure your membership. It's complimentary. So go ahead and be a member of LabVine as well share this podcast out. I know there are still some people who have been under a rock that have not heard any of our episodes, but make sure that you share this broadcast out as well as this podcast out with anybody you feel could benefit from it. We are also on the ASTLS website as one of their preferred podcasts that they like to refer people to. And if you think you would like to be a guest on this season of Elaborate Topics Podcast, we would love to have you. So just reach out or you can scan the QR code that's on our graphic and fill out our form. We would love to discuss you, your professional achievements in the lab, any tips, tricks, or skills that you have that the next generation of laboratory leaders and laboratory uh, students can use. And we just are grateful and thankful and looking forward to bringing you another amazing season. And until next time, our friends have an awesome, awesome day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elaborate Topics where your hosts discussed relevant strategies for laboratory professionals. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and listen to us on directimpactbroadcasting.com. Stay tuned for another episode with information you can use to excel in your laboratory career.